0: Then I had Johnny Cannon as a driver and He was great. He'd come off of nights, and I guess they felt bad, and he needed some guys to make him sure he had to make him look good. So <laughs> I said, you know, I'll, I'll volunteer and be Johnny's driver. You know, make him look good. So and nice. I always make the Cannon boys look good because the Cannon brothers are like brothers to be, you know. And I, and whenever I was on my cat run, they decided to go and put all the Caterpillar drivers under a bradle, and I said. I ain't going on no bridle. I said, no. Buckle up. You're listening to Terminal Exchange.
1: I'm Philip Adams, and this is Episode 47 of Terminal Exchange, the official podcast show of Nussbaum Transportation. If you are a NewsBomb employee, whether driving or non-driving, our Christmas catalog is live right now at newsbomb.com/christmas2019. That's newsbomb.com/christmas2019. The store closes next Monday, November 25th, so be sure to select your one free item from the catalog soon. I myself, I I still have to make a selection too, so I, there's just so many good options. and I'm really having trouble deciding, so maybe let me know what you're getting. Maybe that'll help me out. I was not prepared for the exchange I had with this week's guest, Nussbaum veteran driver Kent Pitchford. This is one of those interviews that I wish we had captured on video, so you could try reading Kent's face as he was talking. So if you don't already know Kent's personality and you couldn't hear my uncontrollable laughter throughout, you might find yourself asking, did he really just say that? Throughout this exchange, Kent drops a lot of names of people in the office here and makes some comments on their work performance or lack thereof. I hope it's obvious that everything Kent says is all in fun, And I think the people he calls out are completely familiar with his banter. So it's one of the things, you know, that we enjoy so much about Kent and having him around here. So please don't take any offense to anything you hear during this episode. Even if you are asking, did he really just say that? Here is Kent Pitchford. Mr. Kent Pitchford, I got you in here. I've been kind of wanting you for a little while to talk to you. I think this is going to be a fun, interesting conversation to have with you. So, yes, thank thank you for being here. I think most people around here, at least, especially around the office here, know know who you are. They, you know, you've got a your your bigger personality. Right. And I call the, it
0: politicking. I'm going <laughs> politicking down all friends here at Nussbaum. because <laughs> I've done it ever since our old office, and a lot of them, it's I've got to know them and all that. Some of them. When I was sick, you know, would call me and keep keep up on me. But I always, but I always let them know when they're doing wrong, messing up the the sales guys. You know, <laughs> they lost my account for Caterpillars, and I just sat down in front of them and I said, "I won't not take out your kneecaps." You know, for running, and I had this dedicated run for seven, six years. You know, and I said, "You know," I told Chris Rand, I said, "Take your kneecaps out, buddy." I said. Yeah, it's rough messing with my gravy, you know, because I left at noon on Tuesday and got home Friday night, early Saturday morning, you know, and like, could find a better run than that, you know. But I got a hold of Josh Strallen and and uh, Tyler, and they offered me the case run, and I love it. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Same though. Yeah. But we always got to come in and keep Doug in line, because I told him my Brent has me come in to keep track of everybody, you know, to... Make sure they're doing their jobs and yeah, keeping them in yeah, line I, and everything. You know? I, was,
1: I was at the, the the girls over there in accounting said that, uh, found out that I was going to be talking with you here this afternoon. Mm-hmm. They told me to ask you, uh, you know, what accountants do.
0: Oh, they're there. my favorite women of all the world, except for my wife and daughter, you know, because they're the one that takes care of my paycheck, see. And I told them, I said, you know, you guys are the best people in the whole company, you know, because got to keep them happy because they cannot accidentally lose your paycheck for one day, you know.
1: Now, they, they, they told me, though, that you felt a little differently about Drew when, when he right, was in
0: there. Right, Yeah, because he wears them sissy shoes, you know. That, and, uh, like, a little preppy for me, you know. I was like, uh, I'm an old country boy, you know. I was like, yeah. As long as you don't put a skirt on, we're okay, you know. Like, <laughs> Brian, busts, you know, now Brian wears skirts because Mindy wears pants the family. You know? And I'm surprised, you know, and like I tell him, he's like, you're the only person I know could fall off a tricycle two feet, two inches <laughs> off the ground and break your arm. You know, <laughs> like. oh. but anyways, you know <laughs> I love well, the guy.
1: I appreciate you, know, you keeping everybody in line around here. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, that your sense of humor is, is oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't have a sense of, humor. you know, you can't take things joking in a manner, you know, something's wrong.
0: With. You can't be serious all the time because, you know. You'd be like Bill, get all blue and, and red in the face because he's, you know, frustrated and and uh, get all aggravated, you know, because it will get your blood pressure up, you know. I might be a big guy, but I ain't on blood pressure pills because you don't let things get to me, you know, <laughs> except for my paycheck. Now, you don't mess with my money. <laughs> then my blood pressure goes up, you know. But uh, tell me, it's, I love everybody here, and uh, I've told them all, and it made me feel real good when I, Right before I went in to get my cancer surgery, Brent told me that I always had a job. Since I get, no matter how long I need it all, just come back and I had a job. Made me feel good, you know. Yeah. Made me feel good. And then and I went through all the certified red. Back, you know, when we did first certified red, you know, there were just a handful of us. Right. And uh, it was more of a prestige kind of thing, you know, but made you feel better because, you know, if it's you, you know, and. Randy and a couple other guys, yeah. Neil, and, you know, now is everybody, you know, they take, they just want to be like Mike, you know, like, well, yeah, yeah, like yeah, like, yeah. like oh, you know, well, you, you that,
1: guys, you guys blazed the trail there and right. now you got everybody following in right. your footsteps. Oh yeah. And I was <laughs> like, they just want to wear a red hat. You know. I look, <laughs> I almost applied for a driving job just so I could get that red hat. <laughs> right, Cause I can't right. get a red hat. Oh yeah. I look. I head up the marketing department here, and you'd think I'd be able to get a red hat. You would think so. Yeah. I, for the life of me, I cannot get a red hat. I'll sell you that hat for $250. Do you need them all right now? I need a up front. <laughs> you know, I don't trust
0: anybody who comes to money.
1: You know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but anyway, no, I, I I don't wear it that much because I want it to last forever. Because Brent handed to be that hat and made me proud. And, uh. Ring, well, we had to do some adjustments on that. But, you know, <laughs> made me feel good getting that. You know, a lot of guys, well, what? it's the muppet. You know, you get the two cents a mile and all that. But it's more of an accomplishment, you know. Because mm-hmm. I've been there and done that, and I've done a lot of things. you know. Sure. And since I come here, i just done everything but try to be better myself, you know. And, and uh, I work and try to work on my scores. And a lot of guys, it doesn't matter. But I've got the time on my runs. I can make it, and if I can't make it oh well I'm still gonna work on my score you know they'll move by times or appointments, but that's what I like about my run it's my time you know I could I'll be there at this time and there's no pushing it or I'm running a half a day ahead you know aggravate Jim sometimes because <laughs> I'm calling him up you know check on my load you know, but Jim no he's a good manager you know I've had Steve Schultz, you know, he was a mm-hmm. great manager when I first come here. It was only, he only had a handful me and Gerardo and a couple mm-hmm. other guys. And yep. it's all Steve had. But, you know, Steve was a good guy. You got into Chicago, he couldn't find it. You just call him and he could, Man, off the top you, of his head, you he's, know what? he's a walking atlas
1: for Chicago. Steve Schultz, I, I want to give him a shout out oh, here for a moment. That guy runs that Chicago region like nobody's business. Oh, yeah. He's just. I don't know what we'd do without him doing Chicago. Oh, yeah. Steve's yeah. a
0: man. I tell everybody, I said, if you can't find something in Chicago, he's tall tall Steve. He don't even have to look it up on the internet. He'd go in his head and his memory <laughs> bank and say, Oh yeah, you turn down on this street, go four blocks, and turn right and turn left on the next two blocks, and you're there. You know? And sure enough, you're there, yeah. you know. It's and
1: like that and, and and not much gets to Steve either. Oh no, no. He 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 remains as cool head. I've you know what when I when I first started in operations, I sat just right across the aisle from right, Steve. Right, I remember that. And and I, I sat across from Steve for about a year mm-hmm. in that position. In my entire year sitting there, I think, I think I could count maybe twice where I heard Steve ever his voice ever change from being normal Steve mm-hmm. to being a a firm toned, you know, right. t- t- telling you like, look, you snap out of whatever it is you're. Right. funk you're going through and and buck up. Uh, twice, I think ever I can recall Steve Ever kind of right. remotely sounding like he raised his voice. Right. He's mellowed out. <laughs> i called him one day and he was just I was
0: really mad about something he says, "You got to get better." You got to get better. <laughs> I said, "Quit patronize me. I'm, I'm mad, you know. I'm like, <laughs> let me be mad." <laughs> <laughs> I know day's going to get better, you know cuz I'm tired person. I might get aggravated mad, but you know, thirty minutes down the road, I'm ready to go. Yeah, yeah I'm good to go. And then I had Johnny Cannon as a driver manager. He was great. He'd come off of nights, nice, and I guess they felt bad and he needed some guys to make him sure he had a made him look good. So <laughs> I said, you know, I'll, I'll volunteer and be Johnny's driver. You know, make him look good. So and I always make the Cannon boys look good because the Cannon brothers like brothers to be. You know, and I then whenever I was on my cat run, they decided to go and put all the caterpillar drivers. Under a Bradle, and I said, "I ain't going under no Bradle." I said, <laughs> "No." I said, "You can't mix you know mix up me and the Cannon Brothers." You know. <laughs> well, we're gonna, and what happens? They put me on one day with um with Tim Bradle, and the cat I lose my cat load, and I was like, "Wow!" I, oh, <laughs> I was mad. I you know it's either part of his fault or part Chris Miranda's
1: I didn't know. So I just you had to what? tell I, you know, I I'm okay giving Chris a hard time.
0: Yeah, yeah, Chris.
1: Oh. Chris sometimes <laughs> you know, he's not we even here need to slap defend the him. Ball someone. off of Look, him, you Chris, know, Chris sure. is literally not even in the state right now. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. he's often. Oh yeah. Colorado. He knew so. I was
0: going to be here all week, so he had <laughs> he figured he better leave at least half the week because when I got a free time, too much free time on my hands, I was going to try to help him do his job because he does need a lot of help, you know, <laughs> and. Uh, But, uh, no, it's, can't hold too much against the bradles, you know. He's got a brother that's the boss. And uh, so we got to let him be a little brother, you know. So we know Doug him, but, you know, anyway. (laughs) But (laughs) anyway, I I swear, I had him for a week. I don't even think I got any load assignments from him. (laughs) And I lost my cat. And I was like, man, that ain't, you know. That's just oh, not, that ain't done, just doesn't any right, you know. Like <laughs> they, you know, that's, I blame them. You know, they they took it away. But and now I got Jim Noye, and he's he's fantastic. He's he just doesn't like to let you spread your wings when you're not in. When you got to get out in the system, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> let you go out to Denver or something like that. He just wants to keep his claws in you, you know. It's like come on, Jim. He says, "Well, then it's too hard for me to get you back." I said, that ain't a problem. We'll just do wherever you want. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep you in my lanes.
1: G- Jim runs a good tight ship there with with, oh, yeah. with all that out there and yeah. uh, he's Grand greedy. Island he's and everything. He, and, he doesn't
0: like to let my talent go to the other <laughs> dry, load planners and, and stuff, you know, because he knows he's got a bunch of good guys, and uh, he's greedy, you know, he's <laughs> like—
1: Cause I, I had to go to the doctor
0: one morning, one Monday. And I see you know, I was going to have to go in the system for a few days till they, they my, my circle come back around on my loads. And uh, he said, "No, nah, we're going. to keep you in my lane." I said, yeah, "Whatever, okay, Jim." <laughs> I said, "Just you know, but it works out." You yeah. know, Jim's a great guy. He works with you. Yeah, you know, and I like Jim. I like any of them. I and I got to give a shout out to all them guys in the office that are going out and get their CDLs. That brings me. Gives me a little bit more respect for them because they're trying. And all the ones that you know, like Steve Schultz, he used to drive a truck, yep. Gary, you know, and even the ones that's been in the business, they've been in the, working here for long enough. They know and you know, they may not have, you know, be driving or whatever, but, you know, they know the industry. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot more respect for that. You know, get these wet behind the ears guys that probably just come out of school or something. To tell you, And that's why guys have a hard time with the driver managers because, you know, they just they don't have no – they probably have never touched a steering wheel in a truck, let alone been inside them, to uh, didn't be able to understand the industry and how they mm-hmm. work. And they just know, okay, I could get this load here to here,
1: and I need this load covered,
0: whatever, you know.
1: And, uh, yeah, that's one thing I like about you know, our mix here that we do have several guys that have – if they didn't – legitimately come off the road working for news bomb. Right. Uh they've they've got some sort of driving experience somewhere right. along the road. Right. Uh and, and some of
0: them guys they come off the road for re, you know personal reasons yep. or you know some of them are just weenies and can't handle it, you know, out there in the <laughs> trucking world, you know, so they say, well we're gonna go hide behind the office, you know, like you know but, um, uh, let me but, get, but Brett needs some guys like that to I'm help you. I'm gonna go out
1: there and, and grab uh Chris Cheney real quick and and see what he says okay. about that. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs>
0: He's he's, he's going to pull the preacher card on us. I'm telling <laughs> you know, God, don't even come in here. And, and which God might have told him that, you know, but, you know, but, uh, yeah, he's, you know, he'll play that, you know, preaching card there. I just don't cut it all the
1: time. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all talking cheek. cheek. Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're just joking around. Eh? You know, oh, yeah.
0: But, uh, no. He is a good guy. He showed me some things. In Certified Red, you, you have to— uh, deal with some of the planners and, and some of the things they do on their boards. It's been a while since I've done it. I don't remember exactly the things they do. But, you know, you deal with a driver manager, you deal with a, a mm-hmm. load planner, and they show what they do. And it lets you in a, understand what they're doing a little bit better, you know. Right. Cause, yeah, um, doing Nick, some you know, of job. Yeah, Saturday. me and Nate worked one day, and me and Christine worked one day. And uh, it worked out good, real good. And I and I learned a few things and, yep. and understands, you know. I just don't understand why you got to email somebody when they sit right next to you. I haven't figured that part out
1: yet. You I, know, like I, I, honestly, I mean, look, if I could actually <laughs> cut down on that myself and, and have some sort of say in that I would, I, mean, I keep trying. But because I'll say, can you
0: ask? I'll ask you. Know, ask us. You know, say, can you ask this uh, low planner if they and they sit right next to them? Well, I'll email them. I they're sitting right next to you. What? You know, it's like. Just give me you know, like oh Gibbs slap. you from Densia. You give me a Gibbs <laughs> slap up back to
1: him Hey, we need. Help. I, you, oh, you know what? I would love to have a Gibbs around here, just going around. And,
0: <laughs> so. Oh yeah, I, I I had one trainee with me one time. I just wanted to do that. You know, like come on, wake up. You know, it's like you live down this road. Wake up. You know, and you still miss your You know, it's like I had one like that. Like tunnel vision people yeah. I have tunnel vision. So but, yeah, it's great.
1: So now you've been yeah. in here this this whole week. Uh, we're at Friday now yeah. uh, that we're doing this interview. But um, you've been in here all week for yeah. train, train the Trainer. Train, you're yeah. a training engineer. You, yeah. You're you actually going through, you're in your third year years, yes. uh, of doing this. So yeah. so you've been here for eight years, eight and a half years, yeah. Yeah. right? Um, and so now the last few, you've actually been able to be a trainer. Right. In addition to everything else, what what's that meant for you to be able to take your experience and expertise in in your job and be able to share that with students coming in, learning the industry.
0: Well, that's why I got into it, you know. Yeah, some yeah, they do pay extra and all that, but you know, when i I've been driving for thirty years, you know, I've taught a lot of people that we didn't come out of school. I didn't go to truck driving school. I learned hard knocks way. Mm-hmm. And uh it it's a different perspective of getting somebody out of truck driving school that could barely just just barely pass her. Driver's license, you know. Then you got to get them raw and try to teach them, you know. And uh, it's a challenge, you know. And some guys catch it real fast, you know, real easy, and some of them don't, you know. And uh, they get kind of scary. I'm just glad I didn't have none in the wintertime, but just Mm. in the (laughs) summer. But and where I go, it's pretty challenging anyway, backing wise, and and do some blindside backing and all that. Mm. Yeah, it's a. it's an adventure sometimes, and and a lot of guys get more trainees than I do, but I don't have a problem with that. It's just we need more people out in the industry the because there's shorter drivers in the industry, you know. And I try to pass on some of my knowledge because I pulled oversized loads for 20 years okay. before I come before I started, you know, hauling regular freight, you know. I pulled bubble homes, you know, in Texas, you know, because we they was anywhere from 12 wide to 18 foot wide, 80 foot long, you know, and. Uh, everybody has their own skills or of uh, teaching backing and all that sure. I do better on the ground okay yeah. you know teaching somebody <laughs> than sitting in the sitting in the jump seat mm-hmm. watching because I want to be able to see the whole picture mm-hmm. not just out the mirrors you know and uh, that way I can stop them if need to that way they don't back into something and uh because just as soon as you take your attention away from something you know it's Boom! You never know. It's yeah. they're going to back into something, you know. And uh, at least down there, you can watch everything. Yeah. And uh, when you pull for a lot of case like I do, down, it's like a lot of tight situations, a lot of a lot of backing. But you know, it's it's a challenge.
1: But so when, when you're so you've got those scenarios, and you're able to teach in those mm-hmm. challenging situations as well. How's it feel though to have a, a new student? It's in there learning that, and then actually get it, yeah, and 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 do it well. When they get it,
0: you know, it's it's a sometimes flip the switch, you know, they get it real easy, and then sometimes it's a it's a challenge, and it takes the whole month you have them to to be able to accomplish one thing, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's it, it is rewarding, you know, to some of them, you know, they. Have a hard time driving at night, you know, or have a hard time driving in the rain. But when you get the night and rain together, oh my god! It's <laughs> like you pull over. I'll take over, you know. Yeah. Now I'm glad we have that option, yeah, and I'm glad sure. we don't run it like a team because I ain't no way I can right. sleep right in a while they're, you know. I, I don't think I could. Yeah, no, I <laughs> I'd have to really trust somebody, you know. And I've ran a team before, you know. There's a few guys around here I would do it for, and you know, with their friends of mine or mm-hmm. some family maybe, but. Other than that, no. No. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> no. I mean, it gets pretty boring over there, especially if you're having on long trips and everything's going good and stuff like that. But when you can teach them a little bit, you know, that's all the matter, you know, because you want to get them to where they can get to that second stage where they can go out there by themselves. And uh, hopefully they can get through that month without tearing anything up and where they can move to the next stage <laughs> and go out with the guys out west or in the east coast or stuff. But um,
1: but I want to commend you and the rest of our trainers for the the job that you guys have done with our students. I, we've had a very good success. Right. I feel like with the program, we've got some uh, you know outstanding uh, drivers coming out of that right. program. And I, I oh, think yeah. a lot of that attributes to the trainers uh, that we've got in place. So, yeah, they, uh, excellent job. To we got you. a great group this this month
0: or this training period. You know, we've all been a lot of us have been together for three years, some two years. We have a new one. Uh, Debbie's with us mm-hmm. this, this yeah. year. And she's fresh out of school and been over the road for a week, you know, or a week, no, a month, a year. I mean, I'm, <laughs> <years>. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Debbie. But uh, she's pretty good. And I told her, I said, you don't give us a call again. You know, we're all way more than welcome to help her. And I showed her a few things while we was here to help her out with her, with her geotab. And because I was, in some of the pioneering of Ge- GeoTab when we was here, you know, and, and uh, there was a lot of headaches back then. Now we've done got it all down for y'all, where you don't have to do nothing. <laughs> yeah. You know, back before we had to do everything. All with those you know? headaches. Yeah, when <laughs> we first started doing it, the first years we had to do everything. You know, now you know it's set up where I think the only thing you got in enter now is your trailer number and rest of it's okay. You know, nice. And there's you didn't, you know, now you got all the reminders and all that, and a lot of it's all of us working together. You know, us drivers that helped out. And Corey and Mitch and in, uh, in IT department and all that, they probably got tired of listening to me because I'd call them every five minutes. And, <laughs>
1: hey, I, you and, know uh, what? They were asking uh, for the help, and uh, you know, oh, getting yeah. that real world feedback yeah. from the drivers right. was was important in helping develop. Right. Um, you know, for for those listening that aren't familiar with what we got going on here, we've got Geotab is our new uh, truck. Uh, what would we call it? Uh, positioning tracking system. It's basically the our ELD. Uh, a system that we use in our, in our equipment. But when we went away from people net, we also had to uh get uh, load assignments and everything else coming through and messaging and all that. So we've uh, custom developed a lot of stuff there that, uh yeah there's some growing pains there and, oh, and we we'll worked through running a lot of that. Same mm-hmm. time. And <laughs> you were running, running two at the same net time. And Geotab yeah. at the
0: same time. Well, I mean, we people <clears> that was the main one, but sure. we was, we were probably, you know, we was testing, we was testing scenarios on the GeoTab and all. And then, Throwed in a training session at the, on top of that and trying to log you in, and him out and get you both on the same drive line and, and all at one time without you know killing too much time is like man about, and I don't I'm about bald and i about pulled out what little bit left of hair I had you know and it's like I'm trying to hurry you know and trying, you know because you know some days you got to really get off the you know clock fast and, and I was like man it's like well I'm getting glad you know i finally was glad well, now I'm going down to one. Tablets, so I ain't got yeah, to worry about yeah. both of them. You know? <laughs> and it would yeah. shut you log you out going down the road, like trying <laughs> to pull you out. Then they finally figured out, hey, you got to log out every now and then. So, yeah, that's all that problem. You
1: know, there you but, go. Yeah, a little bit of maintenance. <laughs> I was
0: working with Brent and and uh, oh, the IT department. Mm-hmm. We all worked
1: together, and I yep. tried to help as much as I could. Earlier, you mentioned um, uh, about with cancer mm-hmm. and, and having surgery. Yeah. Uh so can we talk a little bit about yeah. uh, some of your health situation and everything yeah. this was uh what almost 3 years ago yes uh, December sixteenth, two 2016 you know, w- so. was
0: was all of that a surprise to you it was uh and our uh our insurance blue Cross, they when you turn 50 you know you you get all these free uh, Colonoscopies and, <laughs> all, and the, all, the, all the fun uh, stuff, all the fun stuff, you know, and preventive, preventative <laughs> yeah. care, or maintenance, Wellness, wellness stuff. Care. Yeah, and uh, so my doctor says, you know, in your 50s, maybe you ought, ought to try this. I'm saying, like, because there wasn't nothing wrong, I didn't you know, feel nothing bad or feel nothing. He's and uh, so I went in, they found it there, and it went from no cancer to what? stage three. So, what, what did they find? Stage three colon cancer. Okay. Yeah, and they uh, yeah about a, three weeks to a month later they uh, went in, cut about a foot and a half of my colon out, and uh, it was just, I was in there for twenty one days and had eleven surgeries and. So uh, you, four you had surgeries. some additional complications there, four, right? Yeah, I had four surgeries in eleven days, and because uh, my body rejected, they had to put a bag on me for like a. Uh, because it didn't seal up, you know, so it could heal up. Mm-hmm. And uh, where the bag was, it my body rejected it, and it just started getting infected and all that, you know. It and went it's from not a little like your, hole your, your abdomen from, there. Yeah, it went from a little hole to that hole. and uh, Wow. Yeah, a big hole. You could, it's about the size of a softball. And uh, to this day, you can feel in there and feel my inside, you know, where the scar is. And, but uh, I thank God that he brought me through, and it was a— tough and trying time you know it's hard to be when you're used to being on the road and halfway healthy not exactly healthy but you know healthy enough to stay alive and and be able to go down the road to sitting where you can't move gotta have somebody to help you up you know my wife's only five foot two and you know your your wife.
1: i have not met your wife but she's only five two my wife's only five and you're about what six six two you know and uh her have to help me uh-huh. You know,
0: it was a challenge, you know. My bro- daughter came up from Texas to help out, and uh, it was rough. And I've never had to rely on anybody in my whole life. And it was tough, you know. And uh, it was tough. Brian, he called me while I was in the hospital checked on me. And uh, it was pretty heartwarming, you know. And, uh, but I'm glad I survived it and uh, made it through it. So they can't get rid of me that easy, you know. <laughs> I come back on the road, and I called called Doug Bradle. I said, hey, "I'm coming back. You can't get rid of me. Your nightmare's coming back." And he said, "Yeah, I know." So <laughs> yeah, and so uh, that that took you out for how long? I, well, the so, see, our Family Medical Leave Act is what 100 and 120? Not an HR guy, so I'm not sure. Yeah, on that, it's <laughs> I, I went past that like a you know couple of weeks, but you know cuz i didn't i had i did want to lose my seniority or, or my you know cuz you were back
1: just just before summer or so or it was about yeah or? i was out
0: through the winter you know just about spring when i come back okay, you okay. know i missed all the winter driving yeah. so oh huh, well, too <laughs> bad <laughs> <laughs> but uh i come back cuz you know, i just had to i didn't want to give up my gravy texas run you know for caterpillar you know it's like <laughs> and you know, by seniority, you know, first my vacation I, did, I was gonna have to go hire and rehire a deal. Right. And, right. Uh, and then he said, Well, we have to go through the hair follicle tests and all that stuff. So, I ain't got no hair for you to file, you know. <laughs> I, I was on some heavy drugs but when I was in the hospital, I said, "Oh, I plunk every
1: test then, you know. Was like, <laughs> well, they had some good drugs in there. That's you know yeah. <laughs> So now, uh, but, have they done scans and stuff since yes, then? And
0: I am, uh, I just did a uh, the blood test one the tests for the cancer cells and all that. And you know, it's like it goes from a number to zero to 10, and my number is like one or two, you know. And uh, and you know, I know, the, the, able, the lower that number, the yeah, better, yeah. The lower better, the number, yeah. the better. And it's my wife's a smoker, so been, even if there wasn't a smoker around, it'd never be a zero, but okay, so it'd be like a one or.
1: Now you told me you, you quit smoking. Yes. At, at this I, point in time.
0: I uh the day I went in for surgery, I he told me well no smoking after midnight or nothing. I said, nah. I said, If it's gonna be my last cigarette, I'm gonna smoke one just in case I die, you know. I was like I said, You know, have at least have a cigarette before I die, you know. And uh I smoked a cigarette that day on the way in and I left and uh, you know, it's kind of easy to go cold turkey when you're in the hospital for 21 days. You know? <laughs> It it's makes like, it a little easier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, you wouldn't worry. The last thing you want was a cigarette, you know. He like, <laughs> was really wanting something to eat. Right. But, uh, you know, I haven't smoked a cigarette. You know, i got a lifesaver addiction now, but, you know. But, <clears throat> <laughs> getting stock uh, in those, huh? <laughs> right, right. Kind of, yeah. Did I go at the end of the year for another one for the okay. follow-up. Then I think everything's just like once a year yeah. after that.
1: You, know? now, you You've made some... Lifestyle changes since, since yeah. then, too, right? Oh, yeah. I've uh, found
0: God, and I go to church now all the time. And Jim Revel, shout out to him. We, uh, Me and Brian and Mindy went up, and my mother-in-law went up to uh, his church, got baptized, and, and uh, said, a good church to go to, good guy. You know? yeah. I don't That's just too far to drive to go to church. <laughs> but uh, he was a the great, and he was real good people up there, and me and Jim uh, touch touch base every every Wednesday pretty much. We're we're on the Bible app thing. It's got on okay. the phone, and cool. we, get, we do these little plan listen things together. Oh, that's awesome. And best uh, we talk every day, you know. And plus, he's there anytime I want him, you know, right? Anybody, and uh, so I found me a church there where I live there in Burden, and uh, they're great people. And uh, good. Oh yeah, yeah. They that's 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 awesome. Oh yeah. And, uh, yeah. without him I probably wouldn't have been alive today to talk to everybody you know so and you know, I thank him every day for it but uh, he's the one that keeps me alive just to aggravate Doug every time I come in so <laughs> you know I gotta thank everybody and yeah. I appreciate everybody back when this all happened there wasn't half these people in the, That's in the office yeah. you know and a lot of people don't know me and I don't I don't know them because I haven't been able to get to know him yet, but all the ones that have been around forever, you know, I miss Vicky, you because know, me and yep. Vicky used to pick on Brian every day. Oh yeah. Every yep. time I come in, you know, she'd she'd tell
1: me, you know, tell on Brian about something, you know, and not get on him, you know. Yeah. I remember yeah. I remember back back in the old office, uh, you know, you would come in, uh, I remember you, John Dalton, yes. yeah. uh with Brian Cannon, uh, and two big guys here and then little Brian. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, just, uh, I think I've got, I, I've got some pictures of uh, like the two of you guys with, with Brian just coming in like you're just, oh, yeah. gonna, <clears throat> yeah, because he says he said he's out. gonna
0: whip up on us. I said, man, we're gonna take you behind a woodshed and really teach you what it's like to be a man, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, hey, Brian thinks
1: he's tough, you know, but he probably couldn't whip whip his way out of a wet paper bag, you know. But, <laughs> But, but uh, I, I I enjoy that that banter back and oh, forth yeah. that you guys
0: have. Plus, I I'm always going in when Doug's not around. I'll go in his, his office and aggravate him and leave, leave post its on his his <laughs> his, his uh, screen that I was here. You know, so me and Brian took pictures one time, me sitting in Doug's desk. You know, trying to you know being the boss. You know,
1: now in addition to uh, the changes that you mentioned there. Uh, You've sent me pictures. I think even you've got a little uh, bicycle oh, uh, yeah. pedal it's, thing that yeah, you have got it, in the truck it, with yeah. you. And,
0: yeah, you know, be able to sit on the bunk and you know, it's pedaling. Yeah, a pedaling thing to be able to get exercise. You know, yeah. a lot of a lot of you know, my run. I run anywhere from five seventy-five to six hundred and eighty miles a day. You know, cause my run, I run about twenty-nine hundred miles a week per case. And uh, yeah, it's you. at the end of the day, you're, you're wore out. You yeah. know? So while I'm sitting there, you know, degressing, you know, calming down for the night, and that's the only good thing about a bunk—you can work the microwave and be pedaling at the same time. You know, <laughs> it's a good way to get keep the blood flowing right, right, there right, and, and everything. You know, right. I'm, I'm getting old. My knees are shot, and the time yeah. I get up a uh, low impact out of, out of the chairs, you know, I'm about to fall over. And uh,
1: but it keeps you know some of the blood circulating. Yeah, like it's a nice easy way to kind of. Do something like that, and doesn't take a whole get, lot of a bit of exercise in. Uh, so, Kent, um, yeah, I'll let you wrap up here and get get on. It's Friday, you know, you ready to go home. But if you could leave us with any words of wisdom, advice from your experience in in one dealing with people, mm-hmm. interacting, because um, I think that's a, that's a strong suit of yours is is your ability to interact with people. What what would you uh, have to say?
0: Well, you got to take life as a grain of salt. You know, you can't get over rambunctious or over excited about things. You just got to take flow easy and you and, uh, got to be willing to be able to get along with anybody. That's one of the chores that's tough, you know. You got to treat everybody like you want to be treated, you know. You know, I joke around with a lot of I'm serious with a lot of them, but um, that's how I want to be treated. I'm I'm one of the I'm the type of guy that I'd rather you tell me the straight out truth, even though it might hurt or may not I may not like what you want to tell me. But I'd rather you tell me that than do a roundabout, you know, way of telling me. To, and I don't understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm trying to just flat out tell me what it is. You know, pull the band aid off. You know, I'd rather you do it that way and pussyfoot around. You know. That's just the way I, I I am type of person I am, and it's hard not to do that with a trainee, because you know you, it things ain't soaking in, you know, the, and, and I had to have these crucial conversation videos to watch, you know, mm-hmm. to kind of help me be able to deal with people, you know, because I'm a flat out person, tell you how it is, you know, and I'm being honest, you know, and I don't mean to hurt your feelings, but that's the only way I get my point across, you know. I'm not going to sugarcoat nothing because that ain't, that's life, you know. It's like if you're going to sugarcoat everything, you, you know, I don't think you need to be in our industry because our industry is tough. You know, there's, it's life-threatening, you know, and and you're, you could lose your life, you know, over one little hiccup, you know. Yeah. Not paying attention to one little thing, you know, because if you ain't got your eyes open and paying attention – you could kill yourself or somebody. And uh, I want to go home at the end of the day. You know, or end of the week, I should say. Mm-hmm. You know, want to be with my family, you know, and doing things the wrong way. That's why I try to do everything the right way. The way, you know, the safe to be more safer and, and everything like that. I've, I've been driving since the 80s. You know, when you did everything you can to avoid the scales and, and you two or three log books, and I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> right. I was real good at that, you know. And uh, now I'm like, I want to be safe, you know. I haven't had a clean this since I've come to work here. It cleans my driving record, been years, you yeah. know. Because when I first moved back from Texas up to Illinois, I had a friend of mine who was a cop, and I said, Run my NBR, and I'm you know, on your because he had one of them screens they took. And he kept scrolling and scrolling and <laughs> scrolling and scrolling. And I was like, he said, man, you know, mm. well, I ain't that a guy no more, you know. And I want to, you know, do things safely. And, and that's why I get into a lot of these programs because I want to do the right way, you know. And if you learn the right way and get the right way. And it's hard, you know, when you've been driving for 30 years to do new, to learn things new. But you got to be willing to learn if you ain't willing to learn you ain't gonna learn nothing you just got to be able to be able to change you know every year there's something changing in the trucking industry you got to be able to adapt you know and I hope I get enough people and, you know I can wisdom goes off you know because if my wisdom don't go across I know somebody that can get to you know I got friends enough friends in the industry to and the inherent enough bomb that if I can't figure it out, I can make a phone call and get find the right person to figure it out, you know, which is a good thing, you know, no. yeah, right. There's a lot of people here you know, in the load planning and and see CO what can think of what the
1: girls do, Angie. The, the, and, yeah, the customer service reps, the, are, yeah, CSRs. I could not think. Now, I'm, I'm now sorry, it's girls. Customer account um, coordinators, right? Uh, and, and, and they don't but,
0: get enough recognition, you know, because when I first started doing Caterpillar, I had Sisley. And she, I love that woman. She's a great woman. Then I got Angie. I, you know, Angie, loved love her death, and her and Brenda both, you know, helped out. They were good people. And you got to learn to appreciate their job because they got a tough job because, you know, they're dealing with all this and trying to make schedules for you. you know, but they don't get enough reputation that they need, you know.
1: I want to shout out to my girls. We, we all, have got a top-notch Right, customer service department, right. and we really do. Yeah. And Libby, she's my favorite, you know, <laughs> but she's not my don't, CSR. Don't, don't, she's don't, my favorite, don't, though. don't be telling anybody your favorites, <laughs> but uh, I love all of them. Guys. Yeah, they they they, so, they they really are a, a top-notch yeah. uh, right. crew.
0: And we got some good load planners, some of them are weenies, but they're okay, <laughs> you know. But they're lucky I don't have them as a load planner. so uh, but I, uh, you know, what I like about them. All of our load planners, most of you know, some of them are new now because I haven't been in the system in a while. But you could always call them and say, hey, I'm in your area. I'm going to have him. I'll go anywhere you want. You know, what you got, you know, and uh, which is very helpful. Yeah. And it, it always was nice having Steve as the load planner because as the driver manager, he's a cargo kind of load planner, you know. Yeah. Like, I say, hey, Steve, I'm up there today, you know. Like,
1: <laughs> Where you want to go, you know. But, uh, yeah, he was a good guy. So I've got a question for you to, to end this on then. Mm-hmm. If you were going to come off the road and you were going to come work in here, who, which position, who, who would you replace first? I'm like, who who would you go take their job from?
0: It'd be a toss-up. I don't know if it'd be either Brent Martin or Doug. Because, <laughs> you know, yeah, I remember when Phil Breaker, he did all their jobs. <laughs> And Doug can't handle his job. He's got to get guys under him. Then Brent, all of a sudden, I get a phone call. You can't even talk to Martin anymore because he's got a guy you got to go through to get to him. I said, "What are these weenies doing?" You know, it's like, and you walk in there, they're not on the phone. They're you know, at, are doing anything productive? You know, it's like some of them guys you'll see them they're on. Facebook and, you know, and on Google and on, on the internet. And I did. No wonder Brent can't get stuff done sometimes is they're playing around on the internet. See, Doug needs an assist. Okay. I, maybe I might not take Doug's job. I'll be Doug's assistant. There you go. I'll be the guy in between Doug and Brent, you know? You'll be because, that guy. Because uh, Brent calls me up. I need you to come in and line these guys up today. So I, I'm, I'm Brent's enforcer. Sure, so, so if they get out of line, we just give them the gib, gib slap upside the head, and you know line them up. You know, so but I love all them guys; they're good guys. And I'm not
1: sure, honestly. I'm not sure we'd get a whole lot accomplished if you came in here to the office. No,
0: because I'd probably fire half of them. So.
1: <laughs> 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 or, or I'd do some restructuring. I we do appreciate having you in here when you're here. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, <laughs> we
0: probably wouldn't get done done, but you know, I, we'd have fun doing it. Yeah, know.
1: absolutely, and absolutely. We'd have to do some
0: restructuring, you know, because like. I'd have to cut them down to minimum wage, you
1: know, so I can they have enough money to pay me, you know. What I'm <laughs> right, of course, of course. Well, you can, you know, what you can be that, the Gibbs in the office, right? There we go, and one. just That's as long as you problem. don't make me, denisual, no, you're okay, you're, you're, you're uh, safe, we're good, you're safe. So. You know, but, but some of these other guys Can't, I do not know about, Thanks so much for just look. I haven't laughed so hard to a uh, interview in a long, long time. Uh, so I really appreciate you bringing that yeah. and uh, everything that you do for us. And I am super happy that you're here. Yes. I remember praying for you back when yes. when you're going through your surgeries and everything. And I'm I'm so glad that you're here. Yeah. And, and uh, I appreciate love all your the story that
0: was for me and, and everything. So yeah. just glad to be around here. So yeah. They can't get rid of me, though I'll be here till I retire, so okay. y'all might as well get used to it. And, and how much time
1: <laughs> you got a few years, right? Oh yeah. I'm only fifty three. Yeah, you got you got a ways to go. Yeah, I'm fifty three. I'll be fifty four right. in February. So we got yeah. you for a bit. boy, oh, yeah. stick around. Yeah. All right. Take care of yourself. Doug'll probably be white haired any time we get there. <laughs> <laughs> if not just because of you, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, well hey, it's Friday afternoon. Oh, yeah. Your day's done. Get on out of here. And I it. Head home and. We'll see y'all on the road. All right. Thanks, Ken. Hey, thank you.
0: You've been listening to Terminal Exchange, the official podcast show of NewsBomb Transportation. NewsBomb is an industry leader in over-the-road freight transportation. For more information on NewsBomb's award-winning truckload
1: services and top-paying driving careers, go to newsbomb.com or com. Thanks for listening to this episode of Terminal
0: Exchange. New episodes arrive every Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe to our show wherever you listen to podcasts and share a little love by writing us a review. Then go deeper into each exchange or listen to previous episodes at our podcast page, TerminalExchange.org.